Hey everybody, this is Frank. Um, maybe you've wondered uh, from time to time how how do how do Frank and Dan make their show sound so great? Um, and I, I, I've I've got uh, something to say about that. Uh, we use really nice microphones. Uh, something that uh, we, we we really wanted when we were first starting out were some nice professional microphones, and we we finally bought them a number of years ago. Uh, we use Shure SM7Bs. Now, this might kind of sound like an ad, and you might be wondering why uh, I, I, I'd be telling you this information. It's really just to set up uh, the following, which is what what you're about to hear is proof positive of um, just the level of, of skill <laughs> involved in, uh, in, in, in producing this show. Um, I don't sound like I normally would uh, because... I forgot to turn on my uh, Shure uh, SM7B uh, and instead recorded the entire episode on my computer's uh, uh, onboard microphone. But I don't think it really affects the quality of the show. We, we Dan and I discussed maybe re-recording uh, the episode. And to be honest, there were just a couple moments in the show that I don't think we could recreate uh, if we... Um, if we re-recorded and that were just really nice, good moments. And so uh, we're just letting it be. Uh, hopefully next week I push the right buttons and, uh, and the show will sound better. But uh, in, in the meantime, in, enjoy the show. Hi guys, well from genuinely gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, everyone, Josh Duggar. Oh, he's yeah. been up to no It's now 19 charges and counting. Oh God. It's a, it's a bad, it's a bad day for uh, for one particular evangelical Christian and and his yeah. family, and probably it's probably indicative of something larger, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, so that's coming up on the second half of the show. Um, before we get to that, we've got we got some news stories, some various some, and sundry stories, some stuff sure. happened this week, Dan. Yeah. Um, while while you were basking in the sun of, oh, of beautiful yeah. Hawaii. <sighs> It was really nice. It was really nice. And you know what? I listened to the episode. Kate did a great job. Oh, yeah. She, I, I thought lovely. so, too. You, you need to, I'm going to thank her right now. Thank you, Kate. Um, but you need to thank her for me. Was, oh, I'll, I'll pass it along. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Um, Dan. Yes. I just, I love this phrase that this article uses. So I'm going to use it as well. Pro-Trump evangelical pastor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, which is just—I mean, that's—I I, can't—it's oh god, the fact I mean, that it's it, all conflated w- together. Anyway, well, I mean, what with most of them now, it's pro-Trump more than it's pro-Jesus. Like, no, with kidding. a lot of them, yeah. they got to that point. So yeah. yes, it's probably um, right to point that out. So this is Mario Murillo, or Mur- Murillo. <laughs> um, 
has uh, <laughs> he's he is taking the position that God is calling for Christians to quote terrify national Democrat leaders. Uh, I, I, I I'm sure there you don't really have to try. That's my well, guess here is I'm sure they're already scared to death of you guys and not for the reasons that you think, right? Well, I mean, what he was talking about, he's not talking about like take guns up and show them. No, that's true. Um, What he's, you're right, Dan. Um, He says that the Lord wants the prophetic movement to take its stand in the arena, right? To barge open the doors of influence and say, we belong here. Mayor, (laughs) we belong here. Governor, we belong here. Oh my Congressman, God. we belong here. If you're going to try to legislate immorality, we're going to fight you with every last drop of the anointing of the <laughs> almighty God. Wow. Um, and of course, what he's talking about in terms of immorality is nothing immoral at all. Things no, of like course not. gay people existing and right. abortions occurring and, right. and being the choice of the woman the government taking a role in like the well-being of this nation of humanity yeah yeah, yeah. oh that sounds awful and immoral so immoral <laughs> so immoral um yeah he's urging his followers to take political and moral action by terrifying yeah um and so and what's, I mean, here's what's the funny thing is... you say you say that 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 that, that um you know, because like when I first said it, it sounds like maybe it's about taking up arms and whatnot. But I think that this language is really important and I don't want to defend yeah. them. Right. Um, and, and let them off the hook because like the, the, this dangerous language that they keep using does incite people to do things. Right. Yeah. It, what, what do you, you're, you're, you're getting involved and you're calling the mayor, you're calling your member of Congress, right? And you're terrifying them. Well, I'm sorry, th- that's a bad stance to, 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 to be taking, right? That's a bad well, starting point. Yeah, because be like trying to terrify them. Well, because most of the people listening will understand that what you mean is what, what he probably means is overwhelm them with your presence or sure. you know just make sure that they know that your that their job is on the line come next election day or whatever but there's all it takes is for one nutball to be mm-hmm. out there hearing that language mm-hmm. and interpreting it as oh I know what he really means yep he wants me to right. actually be a terrorist right essentially Right, and they'll do it because they're religious zealots, and that's what they do. <laughs> so you have to. I, so yeah, he has. He needs to be way more careful with his language. Yeah, not that he would ever take responsibility if someone did say, "I'm doing what so and so, what what whatever is Mario, whatever his name is, told me to do, and I'm shooting you right now." Like even if they were like that, he would not take responsibility <laughs> for right. his own language. Right. But the other thing is, I love how he's talking as though evangelical Christians don't have wildly disproportional influence in this country. Oh, I know. Like, insanely disproportional influence. And he's talking as though, like, somebody's got to hear us. We got to get heard in this country. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god! Right, because the last nut job, or in chief, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they didn't have any, you know, yeah. influence with him. They, 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 they couldn't even. They nobody would even answer a phone call. <laughs> Uh, he goes on, um, embrace yourself, Dan. Um, he says, um, to organize, educate ourselves on how to terrify national Democrat leaders, how to win local elections and train our people to know why they believe what they believe and to believe it with conviction. This means that the pulpit must take on abortion, gay marriage, transgender indoctrination of our children, and yes, racism, right? <laughs> Uh, because if we really want to get rid Wait, of racism... Wait, is he pro or anti? Because I'm confused on that one. <laughs> no, he says, because if we really want to get rid of racism, we're not going to allow this artificial equality. Because oh. that... I, mean, I have no idea what he's talking about there. Because that in itself is nothing but the plantation owner trying to lure you back and tell you that... I'm going to take care of you if you just come back and start to be a servant of me. What is he talking about? He's, he continues. Uh, he says that Democrats were the party that invented the Ku Klux Klan um, and so forth and so on. And I w all I would say is, yeah, what party belongs to the Ku Klux Klan? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I, I actually got into a dust up on Facebook with a guy just uh just the last week because he was he was proudly proclaiming that you know re republicans were the party of lincoln and were the party of of uh of uh you know emancipating slaves and and they were they were the party that started the the civil rights movement and blah 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 and i was like yeah except that as we all know right the parties flipped sides in the right. middle of the 20th century so you can't take credit for that unless you're going to like also just denounce like, yeah, they were the Republican Party was the progressive party back in, you know, the late 1800s and, and, and early 20th century. Right. And now they're the regressive party. So yeah. you get one or the other. You can't have both. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Well, it's, you know, it really just gives them, you know carte blanche right like right like yes they, they well sorry right like that's who we were now we can do whatever we want right, right? we were good look our name was associated with something good therefore you can't say that anything we do is bad <laughs> this, folks this is why frank and i have been harping on this mm. whole idea of everybody of us going out and trying to win and yeah. run for uh local you know, local political uh, positions. This is this is what we're up against. There, there is a concerted effort on the other side. Yeah, and that's the point. They, they right. want to instill Jesus as president of the United States. So, and if and if they can't have Jesus, they'll take Donald Trump. Yeah, because so, the two are clearly just so close. Basically the same. <laughs> overall so, message, <laughs> temperament. Uh, the midterm elections are going to be really important. They, we could oh, lose God. the House of Representatives here oh, uh, in the states. Like, I know. Now I know. is the time to get fired up politically. Yeah. It's not. It's not in a year. It's now. Yeah. No kidding. So get fired up. 
get out there, get get engaged in politics. Write meow. Write meow. Meow. All right. Um, speaking of politics. That, I, was, that was three meows, by the way. That was three whole meows. <laughs> That's how important this is, you guys. Um, I I am going to talk about some political things that happened. Some people who are fired up about politics. And this normally, you know, I've seen plenty of things where, uh, you know, atheists get up and do the quote unquote invocation at some local political meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know a me a county uh, commission meeting or you know a city meeting or whatever. And normally, you know, I think that's nice, and I think it's it's interesting to do. I support it, but it usually isn't something that I consider for the show. Mm. But then, I in my Twitter feed in one day, the same thing happened twice, both in Florida. So, the first time. It was a Florida city council meeting or a city. Yeah. The city council, uh, in Oviedo, Florida and a, uh, a, a, a non, a secular person got up to give the, someone from the, uh, central Florida free thought community, I think, uh, decided to, to, to step up and give the invocation, gave a nice little talk. Uh-huh. mentioned you know you just just sort of and and usually it's not like it's not presented as a prayer because we don't pray right it was just you know let's remember that we are here to serve in the best interests of all citizens of the city not just those uh not just for those like us and that mm. sort of thing right okay uh, a very nice thing reminding uh you know uh, uh, the, the, there's another quote this evening and at every meeting in this sacred yet secular chamber Let's find as many ways as possible to make all feel welcome. I I don't know how you can object to that. However, <laughs> I'm sure some Christians they find away. a way. They always <laughs> find a way. Uh, and one of the city council members, uh, one Judith Dolores Smith, immediately after, asked for the the floor and gave a prayer, a proper Christian prayer. Basically, was like, let's just erase, erase whatever he said, uh, and make sure that we uh, that we get Jesus in this place. Is she, I mean, she might as well have gotten out her sage and started smudging. Right? right? Like just, oh, there's some bad bad vibes in here. I mean, a non-Jesus person said words. Oh no, <laughs> words to which you're not, you can't even possibly object. But they didn't have the word Jesus in the beginning. Or at the end, uh, say amen. So anyway, that happened. And then literally just a little ways down my Twitter feed, I get the story of uh, Polk County, Florida, where Sarah Ray, who is the co-founder of the uh, Atheist Community of Polk County. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and, and, and we've, we've had some, some back and forth, some interaction with Sarah. She's great. And uh, she was chosen to, to give the invocation. At the uh, at the Polk County Commissioners meeting, gets up, gives a lovely little thing, uh, you know, just reminds the commissioners that Polk County has people who aren't Christians right. as well as Christians. You know, we are 
Uh, she said, we are Christians, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, Sikhs, humanists, atheists, agnostics, unaffiliated, uncertain, and so many others. We are straight, gay, and transgender. We are old, young, and everything in between. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, Sarah. Not blah, blah, blah. She went on. <laughs> I'm not going to read the whole thing is what I meant. Yada, uh, any, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. No, that's, if that's she had the said atheist that, prayer sign-off. Blah, blah, blah. Right, exactly. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, uh, she completed her thing, and then immediately the the guy got up and said, Would everyone please stand and bow your heads? Father God, thank you for this day and for your mercy and grace, blah, blah, blah. It was immediate. It happened twice on the same fucking day. Oh, God. That's amazing. I just don't... I... They're so threatened by their majority and complete control over everything. Like, yeah, exactly. One, one person comes along and just kind of points out, yeah, you know, there are others here. Yeah. And they lose their shit. Well, and it's, oh, God. And, and the How fact we... is that somebody, like in the place where normally somebody says, Jesus, 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 amen, somebody said something that wasn't that. And well, they would... just can't handle it yeah <clears throat> i mean what if like you know it was religious you know and directed toward um some kind of god that's not theirs um yeah w would they do the same thing would, would would they excuse me i mean i don't think i can proceed after hearing that hindu crap right like what are they yeah. are they gonna I'm, do the I'm exact same not. thing I'm guessing they wouldn't have somehow that. rationalize it. That, well, at least right. it's too, like, I don't know. Some kind the of real God. God knows we were actually talking to him. <laughs> Why we is it so hard to just be like, you know, be like, well, you know, I mean, she said nice things. I bet God would like that. And also, you can pray before you get there. Oh, absolutely. Well, and it covers should. it. Okay. Guess what, Dan? You're, you're supposed to just have a prayer in your heart. Yeah. Right? Like... The Jesus had that whole thing about like those who pray in front of everybody for show are hypocrites. Jesus yeah. said that. Yeah. Yeah. The Book of Mormon has a whole thing on it, Dan. <laughs> you, people... should, you know what? Let's send them a Book of Mormon <laughs> and highlight the whole part I... about the Rammy Umpton. <laughs> Just ram it right up their umpton is what we should do. <laughs> oh, good lord. Well, speaking of the Mormons, Dan. Yeah. Uh, God. Uh, we, we've we've spoken a lot on this show also, not just about Mormons, but also in the last year about COVID-19. And uh, now what is that? I, I know. I, I know I've heard of it, but it does. It, it's ringing a vague bell, but I don't really know what it, it's a number, I guess. I know. I miss those days when I didn't know what it was. Right. Um, but nonetheless, uh, the vaccine is here and it promises to return us to some sort of normal. Oh, it doesn't uh, promise that. If, it only... As long as people <laughs> take it. That, yeah, there's it. a contingency there yeah. that you have to, right. you have to yeah. actually take we, it. We have to achieve some sort of uh, herd immunity, yeah. which, by the way, top epidemiologists are now saying 
we're not going to. We're not going to get it. We're right not going to get there uh, because of vaccine hesitancy. Yeah. Uh, so where am I going with this? Well, turns out Mormons um, are they're they're a funny bunch, right? Oh because up until recently, they would have just been on board. I mean, I think so, right? There wasn't a ton of vaccine hesitancy, like no. In Mormonism, the Mormons, Mormons just did as they were by told. By large, abuse. anti-vaxxers and whatnot. No. Of course, there were some that were, but like it wasn't like a big thing. Well, now, uh, according to a re- recent polling, uh, only fifty percent of Mormons in the United States say they have gotten or will definitely get vaccinated, uh, while the other half are either vaccine hesitant or vaccine refusers. Uh, this is uh, and and it is important. There's an important caveat here that it, while this, uh, this this these numbers are coming out of a much larger uh, study um, or survey rather. Um, so only 105 of the participants in a over 5,600 respondent uh, poll were actually Mormon. So it's there was a very small portion of, of right. the whole study. And so there's a huge margin of error, but it points to there, there, there's definitely a large percentage of Mormons who uh, are not getting vaccinated. And, yeah. um, it's, it's the Trump Mormons. And I don't know, I, yeah. I don't know where they came from. They, they did not exist in our day. No. Um, 17% say they will not get vaccinated at all. Um, about a third of them uh, are fall into that hesitant category, which is an interesting category because it's like, what, what do you, okay, I get it. You're still processing it, but just fucking go get it. What are you right? waiting like, for? What are you, like, um, now, how do they compare to others, uh, to other religious groups? Uh, sure. They're faring slightly better than white evangelical protestants yeah because it's impossible to be worse than white evangelical protestants (laughs) in the country of the united states of america um it's literally impossible to be worse there's one group that is according to this hispanic protestants oh my god 43 percent uh are acceptors um although they have a very large uh, hesitancy group, which is 42%, and only 15 are refusers, whereas white evangelical Protestants, 26% of them are refusers. You know um, you know what I'm going to do? I am actually going to give the uh, the Hispanic Protestants a bit of a pass. Yeah. Only because they've been given plenty of reasons not to tw- trust white folk. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so... Yeah, I almost get it. I almost get it with them. Yeah. I mean, the whole hesitancy thing, like, um, we went out to eat the other night, which is something you can do, or at least I'm doing. I've done it a couple of times since, since my vaccine was fully effective and And it's, it's, I forgot how to, I forgot how to eat at a restaurant. (laughs) I literally was an idiot. I Get Dan a bib, everyone. I Just picked like, up. I literally. I went. I went for breakfast, and you know how you get toast, and they butter. You get two slices of toast that are both cut in half, so there's four halves mm, of toast. Yeah, yeah. And they butter one side of each of those halves, and then they put them butter to sides together. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. 
way of handling it's, that. It's what you yeah. do. I yeah. just picked up a slice of toast and started putting jam on the top, and my <gasps> my hand was on the butter side. I forgot how to eat at a restaurant. <laughs> I'm that big of an idiot now. It's like riding a bike, though. You'll 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 be fine. You'll. I got a little butter on my hand. It's not a big deal. <laughs> old butter old, hands. That's old me. butter hands. Beecher. Um, yeah. So I don't even know what I was. Oh, sorry. You went, you went. You you were saying that you went to a restaurant. Oh yeah, and the server is was, was somebody that you know I've known for years, mm. and uh, and he was like, I don't know if I want to get vaccinated, and I was just like. <laughs> did you yell at him i was well yeah i shouted back i'm like oh, no you have to right yeah um and he was like i just don't want to get sick like, oh my god it's 20 it first of all not everybody does not everybody yeah. gets sick after the second shot and yeah. if you do yeah okay but it's a it's so you much know better it's than going getting to COVID. End. In 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, Dave got sick after a second. I didn't. Um, and he was, <laughs> he was sick. And so, I mean, it's a thing, but that cannot be a reason, right? Like, no. like, like there are maybe, maybe you could have like a question, right? And there's probably a good answer, but that one, I'm just like, get over yourself. Like, that's what you're yeah. worried about. Just get it. Yeah. Oh. You know, here's the nice thing, though. The good news about vaccine hesitancy is that it can be overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, my 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 mother in law was hesitant Mm -hmm. and uh, was not going to do it and was like really kind of really on the no side of things. Mm hmm. And then, uh, and then, you know, the Mormon prophet said that he, he did it and, you know, was encouraging it, mm. not in the uncertain, in the no uncertain terms that he should have done it. Right. He should have just said, everybody has to go get this unless there is a completely valid medical reason not to. Right. As your prophet doctor. Yeah, right? exactly. I, and he is a doctor. Yeah, so he really should have said that. Uh, but... It was enough to to make her. She was still scared. She was still worried about it. Yeah. But she did it. Good. And so that's that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, so that's yes, the next vaccine step. hesitancy like, is mm-hmm. is not those people. If we're all careful. Yeah. Uh, we might uh, we might be able to. Uh, well, and the trick here is like if you know someone who is hesitant, it's don't preach at them because no. as we know when when people when you preach at people. They dig in their heels, right? Yeah. Like maybe make yourself um, a resource, right? Mm-hmm. To make make your make yourself available as a sounding board for their concerns. Yeah. Um, but like, don't don't help get... them. Help them find good resources. Help yeah. them find good information. Yes, these are Tell... things as atheists that we can do. Yeah, and also like. It's a good idea to hear their concerns. Yeah, Don't yeah, dismiss yeah. Yep. their concerns. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Sympathize with them. Tell them, yeah. I understand why you would feel that way. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But le- but there are answers to these questions, yeah. and I can help you with that. Yeah, I didn't do that with my friend. I sound like <laughs> Well, 
you know. But I also know that he's going to come around. Yeah. Some people, you need to just bully them into it. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, uh, I... Speaking of COVID, I don't know if you know this. It's it's not just here. It's not just here in Salt Lake. It's not just here in Utah. It's mm. not just here in these United States of America. Really? It's every damn where. Yeah. It's a global pandemic. But some <laughs> people, even just like the Mormons, have not gotten the memo. And one of the big groups that have definitely not gotten the memo are ultra-Orthodox Jews. Oh boy. And oh my God, have they not gotten the memo? They just don't want to hear about it. Uh, and unfortunately, in Israel, here's the thing about Israel they've done a bang up job for most of the pandemic. They actually have done mm. a really good job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They've done a really strong job uh, vaccinating people. Yeah. They were really fast out the gate with the vaccinations. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you've got a group, like the ultra orthodox who aren't listening don't want to hear don't want to pay attention and also not unlike our evangelical christians here in the united states have a disproportionate amount of power mm. in the country right shit goes bad and shit went real real bad not just because of covid this actually isn't a covid story except that uh, there are there are restrictions in place in Israel. You're not supposed to have a gathering of over, I think it's 500 people at a time. Yeah. <laughs> what? You can you can have as many as 500 people at a gathering, and you <laughs> the, would think. Wait, wait no, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. You can have up to 500 people. I mean, yeah, you might as well just you know throw a music festival at that point. Oh, like hang on to your shorts. <laughs> no. You do not know what's coming around this corner. <laughs> you, because I, I really don't know. Okay. Because they this last week was I can't believe you didn't catch this story. I'm I'm almost. I heard I something happen, but I didn't. I was kind of on vacation, and right, then when I exactly. got back, I kind of just kept ignoring right. things oh, no. for a while. So it was a it was it was a celebration. It was it was a Jewish holiday. Okay. Lag Baomer, which sounds like it sounds it sounds more Scottish to me than Jewish. Okay. Lag Baomer. Anyway, uh, apparently this is a festival uh, that they have that they didn't have last year because of COVID, and this year they wanted to do it up real real nice. And because they have so much power, the ultra orthodox in the country. You know, Prime Minister Netanyahu basically owes his all of his power to them. Like he mm. has to pander to them, and he allowed this to go forward. Oh boy! Well, yeah, they beat five hundred people by a little bit. What over a hundred thousand people? Excuse me. Showed up to this event. Excuse over a hundred thousand people. Burning Man is like sixty thousand. Correct. <laughs> Where? What? What is this? Is, what is this, this festival? Is near what is Galilee, it? I think it's Mount. Uh, it's a place called Mount Mount Maron. Oh my God! Uh, and listen, officials have been warning everybody that this has been that this is an unsafe number number of people for this area for a long, long time. Right. Officials have been like they have their reports have been issued and whatever. When you get this many people packed into a small area, 
Mm. Bad things are going to happen. Yeah. Well, as everybody's exiting, you know, you can't stop the flow of that many people. Oh, right. And they're coming down through this little, very, you know, it all funnels down through a very narrow passageway coming down the mountain and somebody slipped. Oh, no. Uh, and then a few other people fell, and it was basically a human avalanche. It what? was it was a stampede of oh people. It injured at least 150. Wow! Killed 45 people. Holy crap! Oh my god! It was it, it it's devastating. It is devastating and. You guys, you don't have to have this celebration. Yeah. No, no amount of like being excited for I and it's one of those stupid things where you know it it I I don't even know what it's celebrating. I did look it up, but I don't remember what it is. It's celebrating something stupid. It doesn't matter. It's something that happened two thousand years ago, right. or, you know, five thousand years ago, or whatever. Um, it's. It was the end of a plague. That's what it was. It was the end of a plague. Guess what? You're uh, trying to get to the end of a plague now, and you just killed 45 people because of it. Well, because how many you, because people you were caught idiots. COVID in the meantime? Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Probably a bunch. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so yeah, uh, it's yeah. What a what a hell of a way to celebrate the end of a plague, uh, and it's devastating. People, you know, I've read accounts of people looking for their children because there were oh, it was men women and children uh people didn't know yeah i just a just a devastating thing that so did not have to happen just I'm like you literally but you know these these ultra orthodox especially will not be told rules they will not especially in yeah, in really israel yeah. you can't tell them anything yeah so mm. That's there you go. That happened. Oh my god. Well, I don't know the right segue from that story to this story. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I ruined that for you. No, because it's about G Germany and anti Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing that was coming to mind was appropriate. <laughs> Well, speaking of Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no good. There's I, no, I left you no, no way to get through good that. segue, Dan. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, okay, everybody. We're shifting gears here. <laughs> you know who hates those Jews more than you do, Dan? <laughs> I don't hate Jews. Can I just be clear about that? Oh, my God. Um, all right. Germany. <laughs> Dateline Germany. Um, yeah. They, they've, they've had anti-Semitism anti problems in the past, I'm, under, I'm led yeah, to understand. Yeah. Historically, um, a problematic relationship with the Jewish community, to say the least. Indeed. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, well, I don't know, like as an outside observer of Germany, it seemed like maybe you know, in the second half of the 20th century, they had sort of, you know, addressed the Holocaust as like a society, right? And yeah. had 
Um, maybe put those anti-Semitic um, um, parts of, of, of their their society well into the dark corners well, and recesses. I mean, they outlawed a whole bunch of language. And, yeah. You know, they, they made sure that they... That, the, they put in some effort. They really tried. Yeah, no, they to... really did. And now it's uh, the 2020s, and uh, they have uh, they've been seeing a, an uptick in anti-Semitic crimes, um, and specifically oh, uh, to 2020, uh, there was an increase of 15 percent over uh, 2019. Um, which is alarming to say the least. Um, it, that that means that there were um, uh, over twenty three hundred total incidents, uh, and ninety four point six of those uh, were committed by far by a far right suspect. Right. Yeah. Um, and because of this article that I uh, that I'm getting these numbers out of is really looking at the rise of the far right in Germany uh, and, you know, neo-Nazis. Right. You know, that's what they are. Uh, and uh, and it, it's really, it's really just unbelievably shocking to me um, that, 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 that those anti-Semitic sentiments just were just, under the surface apparently yeah. for so many people. And I don't know how, like, like who, how, who the Who's fuck perpetuating cares? it? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and like, and like, I mean, clearly like people were like, you know, going to school and learning or not learning the same lessons as everybody <laughs> right. else, but and, hearing it, uh, hearing them and, and going home and parents had to be, perpetuating these horrible ideas yeah uh, um and and must have been apolo you know doing holocaust apologetics <laughs> yeah World it's War just II, like alternate histories and whatnot like I, it, or it's, not alternate histories where they just say just, you know we as a white race almost made it we almost got rid of everybody else but we didn't quite do it so yeah we'll, guess we're gonna have to try again and yeah, and it seems like they are. Um, it, it's really alarming, and 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 Germany is like, you know, I mean, they're struggling to figure out, you know, what to do. Yeah, um, well, and how it's to handle not, this. Like, it's, thank God we don't have this problem in our country. Ah, <sighs> no kidding. You know, this we we we've, yeah. we've put all of our. Oh, Listen, no, German like, listeners, let, uh, let me just give you a little bit of advice. I know you guys have a lot of experience dealing with these people, but I'll just say from our perspective, don't let them elect a president. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because we, we did that, uh, didn't see it coming. And yeah. then, uh, and then you know, they buy tiki torches and they yeah. have parades and think that they're cool again. It's a bad idea. It's yeah. just a bad thing. So, Well, I mean... They they should know that they had Hitler, you know. I know, <laughs> but everybody seems to forget everything. So there you go. I I, I just what what I find, and I, I I'm not leaning too far into it, but 
isn't it weird that the 21st century seems to be following the 20th century's pattern? <laughs> right? It's like pandemic right about the same time. It's pretty scary. Uh, an economy actually. that is burning really hot. Yeah. Um, who knows what's going to happen at the end of that. And then like the rise of like fascism and hey, it's yeah. what the fuck? We know what happens. Well, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. We're rhyming. Well, I'm going to end on a really stupid note. That's that's what we need. We need a little dumb in our lives right now. Mm, okay. So I'm going to talk about disgraced and fallen from grace, former president of Liberty University, <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, he comes up on this show a lot. Because he is amazing. <laughs> I love this guy. This is, for anyone who doesn't recall, let's just rewind the clock a little bit and remember that the thing that, the, the straw that finally broke the camel's back for Liberty University, the, the university that his father founded. Right. So it takes, it's not a small thing to kick him out, but, uh, but the straw that broke the camel's back was an image that he posted willingly on his Instagram account of him and a young woman. His arm is around her. They're both holding very clearly alcoholic beverages, and both of their pants are open and unzipped. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't the pool boy scandal. No, the pool boy <laughs> scandal had already happened, and he was still there. This is... This guy is incredible. Uh, anyway, he uh, quote unquote resigned from Liberty University. Liberty is suing him currently to try not to pay him the golden parachute uh, severance right. package that he had already negotiated. <laughs> and then he comes back into the news uh, back this week by showing up at some like weird outdoor underground comedy event which i i don't even know what that is but Wait, it's was, just, was it, he didn't get on stage did he not to do comedy <laughs> but he shows up there and he grabs the mic and he's like hey you guys and i i only heard a two second clip of this thing and i'm pretty sure the man was wasted drunk oh my god and he's like what we're you guys all come out to my my farm for the real liberty graduation <laughs> what does that mean he's throw he was gonna he's he's talking about throwing a party and he's got like 500 acre farm this huge thing and he was gonna for throw a party graduation. for all the graduating for all the graduating seniors uh so that that was funny he just spontaneously says it in front of this little crowd who, and then is like, get the word out to everybody. Okay. See you. Bye. And then <laughs> later, a few days later, he actually had to announce formally that he has canceled, that he is canceling the party, uh, the event, the party, uh, due to some, some health reasons, apparently. So I'm sure. Yeah. He's sobered yeah. up. That's the problem. <laughs> his, his wife found out and was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? 
No, your blood clots are back. That's what's happening. <laughs> We're not doing this. That's funny. So anyway, there you go. The the story of a party that never was, but should have been, and was very clearly in his mind a fuck you to Liberty University. Oh, yeah. Like just a big old, come and have the real one. You guys are great. It's them the surprise. Come over to my place. We're all going to party. I'm going to give you some alcohol. I mean, not. Because you guys don't do that, but I do now. <laughs> anyway, uh, there you go. If you would like to write to us and tell us all about your amazing farm and the party you're going to have there, please feel free to do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the, is the email address. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We might play it on the show. The number is 424-666-8442. Yeah! Stick around, there's more show coming up. Hey, Dan. Oh, yeah? Do you know what I really dislike in this world? (laughs) I mean, that list doesn't seem to me to be small. Uh, but <laughs> there's in, a lot of things you dislike. There's, okay, there's a lot that I don't dislike, but for this moment, um, it's stupid people. <laughs> we 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 got plenty of those. There's a there's yeah. A, there's an almost unending supply of them. They just yeah. flow through our lives. <laughs> uh, but I can give you a stupid person. You want a stupid person? Oh, I'll give you a stupid person. Okay. All right. Uh, so. Why don't we go with Rick Wiles? Yeah. Uh, we've definitely had him uh, heard his voice on the show before. Um, he, I mean, this is a guy who is on the wrong side of every issue in the world. And just happy as a clam. Oh, to, just. And so judgmental. Proud about everybody. As all hell. <laughs> like, so is good and decent. Let's hear him be wrong about something. Cool. I am not going to be vaccinated. Mm, I join you in that. I, I'm going to be one of the survivors. I'm going to survive the genocide. I am not going to allow the uh, COVID maniacs uh, to convince me to be vaccinated or vaccinate me against my will. I know what I'm reading. I know what I'm seeing. There is a mass death campaign underway right now and i don't care what people they can they can write any article they want to write about me they they can do everything they can to deplatform me i'm going to survive a global genocide the only good thing that will come out of this is a lot of stupid people will be killed off that's the that's the only good thing that's That's the good thing that's the good thing (laughs) god this guy Holy shit, man. Uh, you know, we were just talking about stupid people uh, and, and how we're at least we weren't calling for their deaths. Yeah, no, they just bug me. There's just, just... We, that's how we know that we are that we're still one up, morally speaking, on Rick Wiles, which isn't hard to be like, basically, if you're not at least one up on Rick Wiles on any front. Oh, you pretty much me. pick a front. You yeah. should be very, very worried. Yeah. No, he's 
Wow. He is a... I know I know what I've been seeing. I know what I've been reading. Right? right? I'm like, not going to tell you what I've been reading, because yeah. that would be... Uh, then I'd well, have to cite my sources. What, 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 what you've been seeing is other people saying the same kind of stuff you're saying. Yeah. Not people who, you know, have are basing anything. Yeah. The, uh, any of the stupid conspiracy theories that they have about the vaccine, whether it's a microchip or whatever. I mean, this, that it's just what? One it's day gonna we're all going to die? Right? Yeah. I don't, have, you, have you noticed that people aren't dying? Like uh, thousands and millions of people are have gotten the vaccine. Nobody's dying from it. Like yeah. there was who, a couple of people. Who... Who is this person pulling all these strings who just wants everybody to die? Right? What's and, the end and, game there? Right. And and have a world filled with Rick Wiles types. Oh my right? god. Oh god. <laughs> it's just, it's I mean, literally the opposite of the rapture. <laughs> we all die and they have to stay. I want HBO to make that show. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll pitch it. And then and then we don't have to do this terrible podcast anymore oh my god oh good lord uh we, we at least wouldn't have to listen to rick wiles anymore um <laughs> so we had some folks write into us some of our delightful listeners mm -hmm. and uh and and call into us so let's get started with that uh this is from adam who says hi frank and dan i used to teach in the religious school sector oh you poor poor man uh one thing i never used to attend was the passion play the year 11 students put on a play uh, of the whole crucifixion. Oh, yeah. I wasn't massively into seeing my students crucified, so usually I sat it out. That's probably wise. One thing I did see, though, was when they had the student playing Jesus carry the cross to where he performs the, in the crucifixion. I'm not sure if you've uh, taught that many year nine boys but they were encouraged to hurl abuse at student at student Jesus, just like in the story. Oh, my God. I don't think I've seen so many teenagers enjoy calling Jesus a fucking cunt as loud as they can. <laughs> I, I wanted to laugh, but it was disturbing and perverse. All I was left with was wondering what exactly those students had taken away from the experience other than a significant ability to utter four letter words. Well, that's why it's fun. That's what they're enjoying about it. Well, absolutely, it's like but the yeah, hell house things, right? Where they get a revel and like, yeah, yeah, exactly, being adjacent to the things that to, to the, yeah that they're forbidden, right? Oh my oh, gosh, God, that's amazing. Just <sighs> look, uh, well, you the, know, the minds mean, that come up with these things. I mean, you know, though, like it's like you know, they at least were like doing like method acting. Right. Like they were <laughs> Did they pick the least popular kid at school to play oh, Jesus? No. Who do you pick to play Jesus in that moment? I don't know how that one goes. It's not a there's it's no always good out. The cool kid. It's always, you know Yeah, exactly. It's the, always the like quote unquote cool kid at the yeah. Christian school. Yeah. All right. Uh Daniel wrote into us. Hi Frank and Dan. My maternal granddad was a Catholic and my mom naturally followed suit. Bringing, uh, bringing up my siblings and I as Catholics. Mm. I was very fortunate in that my family is not overly religious. We only went to church on Easter and Christmas. Mm. Telling my parents I didn't believe, I, I, tell, I don't believe didn't have much of an impact. Mm. 
Things were a bit awkward with my mom for a while. I get the impression that dad is actually agnostic. And I remember that she said my granddad would be disappointed in me, which really oh, hurt. Yeah. Ironically, the Catholic Church helped, helped by shooting itself in the foot. My mom attended a funeral for a close friend and was told by the priest that she could not receive the Eucharist uh, because she was a lapsed Catholic, <gasps> not going to church regularly enough. Oh. This really hurt my mom. And she seems to have d developed a much more personal belief rather than following the church. In a strange way, I think that helped her accept my lack of belief. Oh, wow. I think that's amazing. It's funny when they chase their own off, right? Like, right? Hmm. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously that was a, mo a move meant to shame her into going more. Right, but, but that's... But and maybe shame is a double on shame some. is a double-edged sword, yeah. man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I've got a Should voicemail. We... Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a caller by the name of Spencer, uh, who is um <laughs> has just this is like the most delightful voicemail. Because <laughs> Let's just listen. She, well, yeah. I mean, she grew up. Uh, she explains it really well. So. Hi, Frank. Hi, Dan. My name is Spencer, she, her. Um, <clears throat> yesterday I was talking to my mom and I've never really asked her what religion, what type of Christian. I knew we were Christian when I was growing up, but I never asked her what kind. And I actually didn't know that there's other types of Christian until I started listening to your podcast uh, about two years ago. Um, but yeah, I always thought we were probably evangelical, um, because her part of the family is definitely, um, one of the wild Christians that are very, very into their faith. And, um, anyways, I asked her what type of religion we were, and she said that we were Lutheran, and I had no idea that, um, I was actually, I grew up Lutheran. I thought I was. I don't really know if that's part of Christian, but anyways, I just wanted to ask you, um, you've probably talked about this in the podcast before, but I was wondering, uh, kind of what is a Lutheran? Um, I guess I could Google this, but I love hearing you guys talk. So anyways, thank you. Talk to you later. What a great way to grow up. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's wonderful. Like so casually religious that you don't even know what you are. Oh my like, God! You can't understand oh. how foreign that is to a Mormon. <laughs> to former Mormons, like that thought is unbelievable. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh it doesn't God. even like register, and my my brain doesn't know what to do with the thought that like, <laughs> oh, I'm Christian. What kind of Christian? I don't well, know. I'm Christian, right? What, Turns out kinds? I'm a Lutheran. I, who knew? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Wow, oh, it's oh, but Spencer, uh, there's a very good chance that the rest that that very crazy religious part of your family is also Lutheran, right? Because there's yeah. there's there are different brands of Lutheranism. There's like the mainline Protestant, you know, types that are mostly harmless. Um, but then there's the Missouri Synod Lutherans, and they are psychos. 
I mean, they might as well be evangelicals. In fact, they probably kind of qualify as evangelicals. They're they're total nut jobs. So. Oh my God! Um, I don't know much about Lutherans. I I like know that they're named after Martin Luther, and that's basically all I got. Oh, <laughs> well, my whole family's Lutheran. Oh, well, outside there of a few Mormons, and they were Missouri Synod. <laughs> <laughs> So the Mormons are the normal ones in the family. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. the less extreme ones. <laughs> Yikes! Oh man. Well, thanks for that. I I don't think we're edif- we've edified anyone on on what Lutheranism is, but uh, but you know, it's uh, it it is Christian. They do count as Christian. They are Christian. Um, that's part of the. I mean, Martin Luther. I mean, this is the Reformation. Like, this is actually yeah. really fascinating stuff about. You know, he, he basically invented yeah. Protestantism. Exactly. Yeah. Protesting the Catholics. Anyway, yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, so we had some folks uh, donate to us. We, uh, we, we did. didn't get around to talking about it last week because you were gone. Oh. So I'm going to start us off. Okay. Uh, and this is one we missed, I think, a couple weeks ago. That's my fault. But uh, Tiffany has donated to us. And uh, and and she did a one-time donation on PayPal. I'm gonna say that she is a priest. Nice. So, uh, peace be upon you and all the things that go along with, <laughs> with your new priesthood. Please enjoy that gift from us. And who else are we gonna convert? Con- confer some magic powers on? Who have we sold some priesthoods to? Yeah. Um, well, it's actually a two-week. Uh, mega list so oh, let, let, we're gonna power through this let's get um, it we have three new deacons uh we have steven uh nicola and um where i lost the other one oh joseph smith founder elder but not too cheap to chip in for more uh, okay <laughs> yeah fun nice thank you um Joseph, <laughs> thank you very we're, much. We, Joseph started at the top rung of the uh, of the tree, but we're starting him on the on the low he's, rung. Yeah, starting out a as a deacon, he's working his way up. Um, yeah, you you got to build to this to something. <laughs> we have a new teacher by the name of Curtis. Okay, thank you, Curtis. We have three new priests. We have Thomas, Eric, and Jay. Oh, bless so you! Thank you, guys. And then we have. Um, a new prophet, seer, and revelator band. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, by the name of Ali. So, All right, Ali. You can. You now have the power of prophecy. Use it carefully. Use it wisely. And thank you. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Austin. Amazing. Thank you all so much. Go to thankgodamatheist.com and give us your money. Dan, yeah, um, a story that we cannot ignore came up this week. Yeah, um, I wanted to. Yeah, because it's a it's actually a kind of story that we both tend to just skip over uh, when we're looking for news to talk about on the show. Um, yeah, kinda. Because like because well, let's get into what happened with Josh Duggar. Why don't okay. we kind of ex- bring everybody up to speed with for with those Josh who don't know. Who Josh Duggar is. He is one of the 19 kids 
yeah. and hopefully no longer counting, from <laughs> uh, the TLC uh, TV show yeah. called 19 Kids and Counting uh, about a family of evangelical nutballs mm-hmm. who, uh, who believe in the quiverful notion, which is that they're not allowed to plan a family. How many kids they have is up to God. And they just uh, they just keep on having sex and uh, and yeah they got up to nineteen kids, Gee, which is uh, one, crazy. One person, one womb, yeah, got yeah. out nineteen people. Yeah, that's not and, that's not healthy. That's not right. Uh, well, and what's shocking about that is that uh, not everybody turned out great. I don't know. I don't know how that happened because, because of the personalized uh, parenting that they obviously right. were not getting. Right, and also the uh, the terrible religious messaging that was the most important thing in the world to them. Right, uh, including very, very, very uptight, uh, you know, pristine purity culture. Right, which is big for evangelical Christians. Well, uh, it turned out you know we learned back in oh uh, when was it it was several years ago yeah this story's that, been going on for a while with josh duggar yeah we learned so josh duggar is the, I, I he's either their oldest or one of their oldest and he you know he had a, a job with a a right-wing christian uh think tank that was out there trying to trying to you do harm in the world by making sure that you know abortions can't happen and gay people are feel bad about themselves and aren't allowed to do anything and that all that sort of thing he he had a job he was working in evangelical circles when it came out that as a very as as a young man um he had molested some children mm-hmm. a cup a few of which were his sisters right um they had tried. They, it kind of got swept under the rug for a long time, but it got dug up by some some reporters. It, it came out. Uh, it was a bad deal, but he was a teenager when it happened, and everybody was just like, you know, uh, you know, kids. He, he was he was young too, and it was bad. But but he repented, and then everything was fine, and his wife forgave him, and so I guess we should too, or something. It was was somehow the. Uh, the gist of how we were all supposed to react to it. Mm. Well, now it turns out that he, uh, this, this didn't just stop. Mm. Uh, he has now been arrested for, uh, possession of and transmission of, uh, images, including depicting, uh, nudity and the sexual abuse of children, uh, including toddlers. Oh man. Um, lots and lots of images. He had, you know there were there were uh hundreds of images Ugh. um and it was so so there you go this this is that's that that's the story right. um he's facing those charges now and mm. the the thing about it is that you know when you and i hear about a priest like all of anytime we encounter stories like this, we have to ask ourselves: Is that are we going to talk about it on the show? Right. And most of the time, my answer is no. 
I don't want to, because we, to, to be honest, like if we, if we, if this was a topic that every time it came up, we'd be talking about it on every single fucking episode. Yeah. Because there's a new story every week about some pastor who, you know, was caught with kitty porn or somebody who molested somebody or somebody who like, like the, the, the list of these people Right. Yeah. These, these these people who've set themselves up into these positions to be trusted figures in their community. Right. And then they just abuse the trust. And it's right. such a common, typical story that I don't I don't want to inflict our listeners. With well, it, it would ju- I don't want to literally it would be the with addressing the Franken- this issue all the time. It would be the Frank and Dan religious molestation hour and we wouldn't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> It's we could do that as like a little side project. Oh my god! <laughs> because you want me to kill myself? No, that... I no, I don't. I honestly don't want to read these stories. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. The, the topic just mortifies me, and so, so consequently, well, yeah, we 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 by and large ignore these stories. But sometimes unless, there's one that's there's big a, enough. Unless... Unless there's a uh, something about it that has a new or different element, exactly. Yeah, we tend not to go with it, and yeah. and that's maybe that's bad. I don't. But the, the the fact of the matter is that it is so clear that the second someone, like you know, the, these people, if they were just out in the world, mm-hmm. maybe they would also still be molesters. But when you give that person power. Mm-hmm impunity you know uh position pos- uh, and and a place where people will cover up your mistakes mm-hmm. or they have a vested interest in covering it up for you right yeah right because they don't want they don't want to be the church with the you know well, yeah the, with the, the, the gross pastor or yeah they you know they, they don't want their their tithing don't you know they don't want to lose parishioners because <laughs> it gets out that their pastor or their priest is awful right and so there's there is you're right there's a vested interest in covering the shit up and that just self-perpetuates mm-hmm. and then when you get a giant organization like the mormon church or the, or the catholic Catholics. church or whatever yeah the catholics just just juggle everybody around and and make sh- put more people in harm's way but make sure that like nobody ever yeah. catches anybody i mean it was such a known issue with the catholics and it was so prevalent that they were good at it. They were practiced at covering. Yeah, up, right. They knew they what had, to do. They to had cover rules up. about it. Yeah. They internal rules yeah. that were not about protecting like, children, protecting or, children, or bringing anyone to justice. Right. They were just about protecting the church mm-hmm. and then the good name of the church and protecting one of their own. Quite frankly, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the Duggar thing is a big deal uh, in that he was a high-profile guy and uh, and he's definitely, you know, and I, and I think, look, you and I are not psych- psychological professionals. We don't know. Speak we for couldn't yourself, diagnose Dan. anything <laughs> if I we wanted to. Shit. I know all of it. I know what's wrong with everybody. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but you can't discount how he was raised in yeah, for sure. I don't well, think you can. I don't I, think. Yeah. I mean, chances are right. 
that he was probably abused. Well, it's I mean there's a decent these, these, even if even if he wasn't abused I mean, it, in the way that he's been abusing people, correct. chances are that like yeah. he definitely was emotionally abused mm, because yeah. because these people are awful people. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't I don't know what to say about it. Just be it's just it's the thing is that it uh, th there are plenty we're not free of this. Atheists, there are plenty of atheists that do this stuff. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a, a, a an awful thing that just happens across the board. Yeah. But hopefully at least in our community if this happens we don't cover it up. We don't try to make it go away. We don't try to hide it. Well, when when it's yeah. uncovered, we call it what it is, and we uh, we let the the you know the courts we 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 let the 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 civil actions deal with it. Yeah, I mean we're we're also just such a loose affiliation with. Well, know, yeah, people and small group, small community organizing groups, you know, like, like it's, it's, you know, the, the, the system just isn't there for it. Right. For us to, to, to have a systemic cover up of, of the kind of thing. Right. Like, but it is important that we, that we reinforce this idea that mm -hmm. it, no one is should be sacred so sacred to us that Absolutely. we would cover up their crime. Absolutely. No. no no one should be so important to us that we would let them get away, that we would put other people in danger, in harm's way because we want to protect our thing. Our image, our reputation as a community, whatever. Yeah. It's just never okay. Yeah. And and you and know, you know And here's the thing. I, I mean and 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 I think society, if, you, if you're just keeping up with society and, and sort of a lot of the discussions that we've been having more broadly um, about account holding a lot of people accountable um, lately, um, I, you know, like, I don't know how any organization would want to cover up or any group would want to cover up anything at this point, right? Like, yeah. you're going to, like, I mean, this sounds gross, but like, but like the, the the points to 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 gain right reputationally at this point in my mind is on the side of accountability and holding people accountable right like yeah. you want you want your organization you want your group you want your community to be holding people accountable because i mean in my mind that's what makes me go like the fact that we don't have sacred cows on in the atheist community um i i think that's great it, yeah it, and when i see somebody having to account for some action or something they said um i just i'm just step back and go that's a good thing that's that's a and, that's what it, and, that's how it should be and i skipped a part of josh duggar's story by the way oh, yeah. which i'm realizing which is that back when he when it came to light that he had abused uh, all these young people he was never charged with anything he really? never went to jail for that How? he was literally he got basically a stern talking to from a from from a sheriff oh, and basically basically 
he was let off the hook largely because he was, he a, was a good Christian boy. Yeah. That's the kind of cover that this bullshit gives. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that happens. Well, and I think I, if I remember correctly, that sheriff then went to jail for <gasps> child pornography. Are you serious? Yeah. God. Oh. So, like, this isn't just a story about a, you know, a, 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 a guy who is into child porn. Right. This is a story about a whole system yeah. bolstered by religion. Mm -hmm. And religion is the only thing that could bolster this in this way. Right. No, the, he, the Democratic he, Party can do it too. Well, <laughs> any right. that's right. Yeah, that's right. according to QAnon. <laughs> according to QAnon, this continual thing, this basically steady stream of stories like this that you and I continually don't put on the show, yeah, happens because of religion. That's what makes it go. Yeah. So even though non-religious people do these actions, the uh, the fact that it continues and and is uh, and is covered up uh, well, is maybe is a, what we should do on the show is just religion. be like just acknowledge. Yep, there. We should just keep a tally. Right? Oh God, don't make me do that. Because <laughs> no, it's constant. It's just yeah. It's there's it, always it, it would some be story. Like, it's like the some... national debt clock in Manhattan. It, we would just be it would just be the the molestation clock. It would just keep ticking constantly. And it's, it's so. true. Yeah. Uh, by the it's way, it's horrifying. And yeah. Josh Duggar, by the way, is not in jail now, having been released by the judge to uh to the custody of an, a friend and neighbor where he will where he is required to stay at their house until the arraignment or the oh. hearing or whatever it is. But of so, course, of course, because he's a good guy. Because he's a look, he's a good Christian man who's gone astray and we need to give him as many chances as he can. He is white, right? Let me just check first. Oh yeah, he's white. Okay. Then yes. Then yes, we need to give him as many and he's famous. So like, you know, Anyway, there you go. I don't know. There's not much more to say about it. No. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. If you have something to add, which I'm sure a lot of you do, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. Tell us with your voice what you think. Yeah. 424-666-8442 is the number. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button there. And if you want to join one of our two, count them, two members-only lounges, what? one on Facebook, one on Discord, go to thinkoutimatheist.com. Uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for their use of their beautiful, fine music. And a big thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. Bye-bye.
Hey everybody, this is Frank. Um, maybe you've wondered uh, from time to time how how do how do Frank and Dan make their show sound so great? Um, and I, I, I've I've got uh, something to say about that. Uh, we use really nice microphones. Uh, something that uh, we, we we really wanted when we were first starting out were some nice professional microphones, and we we finally bought them a number of years ago. Uh, we use Shure SM7Bs. Now, this might kind of sound like an ad, and you might be wondering why uh, I, I, I'd be telling you this information. It's really just to set up uh, the following, which is, uh, you know, after going on 10 years of um, podcasting uh, uh, excellence, <laughs> Um, you know, we, we, I feel like we've really dialed in the sound of the show and, uh, there's a certain level of professionalism that we might project, even if it's not really accurate. Um, and, uh, I think this is proof what, what, what you're about to hear is proof positive of, um, just the level of, of skill <laughs> involved in, uh, in, in, in producing this show. Um, I don't sound like I normally would. Uh, because I forgot to turn on my uh, Shure uh, SM7B uh, and instead recorded the entire episode on my computer's uh, uh, onboard microphone. And uh, if, I mean, if you've been listening to uh, public media or radio in general uh, over the course of the pandemic, I sound a lot like most anybody on the radio right now, uh, through on this episode. Um, and, uh, but it is mildly embarrassing. Uh, but I don't think it really affects the quality of the show. We, we Dan and I discussed maybe re-recording, uh, the episode. And to be honest, there were just a couple moments in the show that I don't think we could recreate, uh, if we, um, if we re-recorded and that were just really, nice good moments and so uh we're just letting it be uh hopefully next week i push the right buttons and uh and the show will sound better but uh in in the meantime in enjoy the show